Support for this podcast and the following message comes from KUST Campus Radio. A student-operated, non-commercial radio station, KUST provides students and faculty of St. Thomas a platform dedicated to creative storytelling, diverse viewpoints, and exploring a vast array of audio content. Tune in at any time to KUST at Mixler.com slash KUST hyphen radio. Welcome to Cold Facts Hot Takes. In this podcast, we will discuss pop culture conspiracy theories and the cases around them. Today, we'll talk about Bigfoot and Bigfoot hunters and our own personal theories. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the premiere episode of our third season of Cold Facts Hot Takes. I'm Kayla Mayer, here with my co-host. May McFarlane. I'm so excited. Back in the studio. Back in the studio, in person, masks on, six feet apart. I'm really proud of us. Mm-hmm. We Who would have thought? Problem solved our way into this podcast. We really did. You know, always have audio issues, but that's, that's the joy of podcasting. Mm-hmm. It makes it all worth it. It does make it all worth it. Honestly, like, trial and error mm-hmm. is so fundamental, I guess. I guess you could say we're, we're kind of like Bigfoot hunters. We kind of are. You know, trial and error is everything that they go through since a, it's a fun science mm-hmm. is how I like to think about it. Yeah. But so, Kayla, you really took the lead on this research. Thank you for that. I got you next week. <laughs> but... My pleasure. I watched an episode of Bigfoot Hunters for this, so yeah, it was worth it. You're kind of an expert now, so do you want to get into the origins of all this? Yeah, so different tribes have always told stories about Bigfoot-type creatures, mm-hmm. so it's nothing new. Um, mm-hmm. It's just in the modern era, era that we gave it a name that has now become very popular, and everyone knows what Bigfoot is. Our favorite cryptid if you will. (laughs) I will allow that. Um, So local Northwestern United States tribes told stories about Sasquatches, which were these creatures that were part man, part animal. But in 1958 is when we gave it a name, Bigfoot. So Mm -hmm. a group of loggers in Northern California discovered a mysteriously large set of footprints. And then they wrote a letter to the Humboldt Times, and that letter was featured in there, and it just grew from there. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so the story was so popular that Andrew Genzoli and Betty Allen, who were journalists for the Humboldt Times, they did a series of follow-ups on the footprints using the same name that the loggers used, Bigfoot. Yeah, they kind of coined that term. You know, the the loggers kind of used it within themselves, but then these two journalists coined that term that I think is... Everyone knows that one. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what what a Bigfoot is. Yeah, definitely nationwide. Um, and there's, like, sightings of Bigfoot nationwide, too. And mm-hmm. so it just started here in Northern California and spread from there. And it really became, like, a pop culture type of thing mm-hmm. when the TV show Truth or Consequences offered $1,000 to anyone who could prove <laughs> that Bigfoot existed. 
here come all the crazies yeah ready for it it's <laughs> when shows do that especially like when it comes to cryptids or like true crime people will hop on that it's so interesting for a thousand dollars dude i'd do it i would become a bigfoot hunter for yeah that. for sure um so then bigfoot spread into other areas of pop culture like adventure magazines cheap mm. trade paperback novels pseudo documentaries films and people kind of gave him human characteristics um so he started out very like primal dangerous um couldn't be tamed type of creature that lived in the wilderness and then they started to kind of romanticize him and um give him more human qualities and like pity him in certain films yeah like that there's a commercial like progressive or something now that has a big foot and it's like everyone isn't looking for me anymore you know kind of like he's like very human and very likable and stuff but i kind of like the fantasy around bigfoot back in the day it's very interesting Mm -hmm. yeah so then what makes it take off even more is when in 1967 Mm -hmm. the infamous patterson gimlin video footage so Roger Patterson and Robert Gimlin released this video footage that they found of Bigfoot in Northern California again. But going back to that first group of vloggers, they did say that the footprint was a prank, mm-hmm. which makes more people think that the Patterson-Gimlin footage is a prank as well, considering that it was taken in the same place. And if you don't know what we're referring to, for the Patterson Gimlin video, you do. It is that super grainy, probably like a half mile away footage of a creature walking, and then you see it turn and look at the camera, and it's it's something like mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty fascinating video. Yeah, I I've I've got chills seen thinking it. about it. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Yep. Um. So then. Going forward to 1976, we get an FBI analysis. Mm-hmm. So at this time, there's the Bigfoot Information Center run by <laughs> Peter Byrne. He finds 15 unidentified hairs attached to a piece of skin and sent them to the FBI to get some analysis. But pranks, they found it belonged to a deer, which... You know, you could say, like, well, does a Bigfoot have the same texture and makeup of hair as deer do since they both live in the same region? Like, what could that be? But honestly, like, I like to think Bigfoots are real. And we'll get into that when we get into our own personal theories. But some fun facts about Bigfoot that I think are important characteristics and such is that they're territorial they live in remote areas. You know, they don't want to be bothered. Um, they're usually seven to eight feet tall with really long arms. And so that's kind of, you know, in those videos, people aren't that tall, you know. So it is, you could say that it is something else. They're also attracted to the scent of blood, but what animal, quote unquote animal, isn't. Um, oh, I didn't know this. They can run up to 35 miles per hour. That's really fast. That is really fast. For a two foot to like a two-footed animal mm-hmm. mammal um yeah don't don't try to outrun a bigfoot guys mm-hmm. that's 
take it from us. <laughs> We're Bigfoot hunters. Yeah. As part of this episode. Um, but if you do provoke a Bigfoot, you can offer food. Some of its favorites are meat, fish, um, Kit Kats, and berries, which is interesting because those are some of my favorite also. Um, are you the Bigfoot I've been hunting all these years? I'm literally 5'3". <laughs> <laughs> but you can also be funny, just like Kayla and I, because the Bigfoot has a great sense of humor. Um, on BigfootFinder.com, they suggest punching yourself in the face, grabbing a quarter from behind your ear, or telling Larry the Cable Guy jokes, which makes me think of um, in, like, Night at the Museum with the... Um, <laughs> Oh, like the cavemen. Yeah. Because they are so aggressive and he like plays jokes with them and stuff. So that's really mm-hmm. funny. But so there's some like really like substantial sightings of Bigfoot, honestly. So in Marble Mountain, oh, excuse me, at Marble Mountain in Northern California, a youth group camping there had video footage of a hideout made out of trees and tree branches big enough for an adult to crawl inside. And there were claw marks on the trees nearby. It's an almost seven minute video shows Bigfoot on a hill nearby. Too far to see details, but it's obviously, like, something moving around. Um. Yeah. Um, So then, next, we move away from Northern California Mm -hmm. and into Provo Canyon, Utah. So this is the video that gave me some chills. (laughs) Um, A group of siblings were hiking around there, and they thought they saw some deer on a hill. And they wanted a closer look, so they started hiking up. And on their way, they thought they saw a bear and started recording. And in the video, it's probably like 50 yards, not even. Mm -hmm. Um, And you see it just kind of standing there, like behind the trees. And you can't really get a good look at it. And then suddenly, it just stands up on two legs. And it's you can tell that it's like seven to eight feet tall. And as soon as it stands up and, like, looks at them, they take off running. Um, They said that they left all their camping gear behind and just went straight to the car. That's horrifying. And then, again, in Provo Canyon in Utah, there's a hiker who saw it. And he thought he saw, like, a large animal in the woods. And as he got closer, it started throwing rocks at him. And, like, the video begins with him running. And he pauses to look back. And you see the creature coming down, crouching throwing things again it's it's interesting to um see like footage of them being like aggressive so -hmm. which is really cool not cool but like interesting yeah yeah and you hear so on bigfoot hunters Mm -hmm. anyway finding bigfoot excuse me the (laughs) tv show i i am a bigfoot hunter as you can tell yeah um on the show they talk about how it's common for bigfoots to throw rocks interesting and you've, I've heard different stories, just like in my research, of people who've had similar experiences of having a rock thrown at them while they're Bigfoot hunting or just out in the woods for fun. Interesting. Yeah, you. I'm trying to think of, you know, quote-unquote logical or, like, normal stance, like, situations that, that could happen, but there, I don't know anything about bears throwing things, you know, mm-hmm. um, or other, like, animals, because bears are literally the only thing that have, like, substantial sized hand paws yeah. hands that could do that so that's interesting that it could be a bigfoot like characteristic mm-hmm. is you know that um offensive protection mm-hmm. yeah so then our last one 
um, happened nine miles west of Tunica, Mm -hmm. Mississippi, on the video taker's hunting grounds. So the owner was out on his grounds hunting hogs, and he was sitting on a tree waiting for it to get dark when he heard something behind him. He assumed it was just one of, it was just a hog, so he got excited. And he turns around and he sees this huge black creature crouched by a dead cypress tree, again, about 50 yards away. In the video, you can see the creature rip bark off of the tree and you can hear it too being ripped off and it's digging into the stump. Um, The owner said he later, like he heard a truck driving down the road, which is when on the video, this creature stands up again on two legs and the video taker just runs away. He said the creature was about seven feet tall. That's absolutely crazy. I haven't watched that one, but like that one seems like so intense. And, you know, imagine you're like just, you're getting ready to hunt and it's nighttime and like you hear that and you see that. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cool thing about that video too was that it was fairly recent. Like the guy said that he took it on his iPhone. Interesting. So it's, not as grainy as the Patterson-Gimlin footage, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty close, too. So this is, this is the one that also gave me chills. Creepy. Yeah. It's also interesting because, like, you know, Bigfoot is a very American thing, but it's not necessarily just American because, well, Bigfoot and Sasquatches are the same thing. Sasquatch just means man of the mountain, which is my favorite term, personally. But they're, like, related to, like, Yeti mm-hmm. over in, like, the Himalayas and stuff. And so it's interesting that this is, like, an um, international kind of group thought, cryptid situation. But there are hunting tactics mm-hmm. for Bigfoots. Um, again, to reference um, BigfootFinder.com, they suggest bringing items such as a camera, video, and still capable camera gear, audio recording devices, a GPS, um, just so that you can, like, um, pinpoint certain um, exact locations, excuse me, and then deer urine for attraction, a deer call, and bear mace for your safety. Um, a warning that BigfootFinder.com gives you is, for your own safety, if you happen to encounter Bigfoot in the wild, it is important that you follow specific guidelines. Acting the wrong way, saying the wrong phrase, or even thinking the wrong thing can get you ripped to shreds in a matter of seconds. How do they know this? I, I do not know. I wonder if they have someone on the inside. Yeah, what do they know? Um, what do they know? What do they know? That we don't know. Maybe through the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. That's, That's like true. the legit Bigfoot Hunter organization. <laughs> Top notch. I love that. You uh. are. You can only join this organization if you get reached out to Oh, wow. Are invited to join by wow. members. That's actually really cool. It's like, what's that? Um, there's like a group that investigates like the Skinwalkers and everything oh. at Skinwalker Ranch that mm-hmm. they do just aliens. It reminds me of that. But another interesting thing to know when you're, especially when you're hunting Bigfoot, um, you need to, they communicate through knocking on wood. And as seen on Bigfoot hunters, they can also be attracted through imitating their howl. Um, I will not be doing it, but it is a multidimensional, deep, and undilating whoop that starts low and ends in a high, feral squeal or resolves completely like a siren. So, like, 
imagine that. But and then you can broadcast it down into a valley, so like stand up high on a hill and then yell down so that it echoes correctly. Um, bears are also indicators of a Bigfoot because they eat the same things, which kind of disproves the whole theory of Bigfoot in my mind. But um, I guess that's another conversation to have. But so Kayla, give me your thoughts. Is Bigfoot real or fake? You know, I'm torn. I'm torn because these videos and mm-hmm. like people's like firsthand experiences, I want to believe them. They just sound so sincere and they look they look very real. Mm-hmm. But also I'm left with the question of why have we never found any bodies? Yeah. And or like bones or remains? Fair. And yeah, that's just where where I'm stuck. I'm torn. You're torn. Well, I think on my personal, unprofessional opinion, I like the idea of Bigfoot. I I find comfort in Bigfoot. I think that it's really, like, interesting. But I struggle with – trying to think of the word. The confirm- confirmation. You know, there's never been remains – found or the remains that have been found ended up just being deer meat or bear meat you know it's there's not a lot of super staunch information and I think that something that we do need to like acknowledge for Bigfoot hunters is that like they believe in it so hard and they just want others to believe and so that's why they bring these carcasses of other animals to be like hey look you need to believe as much as i believe because then we can get like funding to do this research Mm -hmm. which is difficult but i don't know i like i like the idea yeah and a lot of the people who are like hardcore bigfoot hunters started Mm -hmm. out as people who didn't believe in bigfoot yeah until they had an experience yeah which is another reason why i'm torn seriously like it it would just be so fun for it to be real, but I I can live a life being in question about it. I think it's fun. Bigfoot is a fun, like, oh, don't go out into the woods by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, he's out there. Yeah, <laughs> you can't outrun a Bigfoot. You can't outrun a Bigfoot. It, sad truth, but you can't. But... I don't know. This was a fun episode, Kayla. Yeah, I had a lot of fun researching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what was the website? The Bigfoot, mm, BigfootFinder.com. Mm-hmm. Lots of good information if you're looking into <laughs> Bigfoot hunting yourself. Mm-hmm. And then also there is the show Finding Bigfoot. Of course. I think they just had their finale recently. Oh, um, wow, really? Unfortunately, they never did find Bigfoot. He's so elusive. How would they? Yes. But already in the first episode, they do hear a Bigfoot howl. Wow. So. Interesting. Stay tuned to that <laughs> if you're interested. Yeah, check that out. Um, also, we will be linking our sources, but a couple of them are obviously history.com, um, Seattle North Country, um, the Smithsonian Magazine, Outside Online, and the New York Times. So those are all 
credible sources to find more information. So feel free to check those out for yourselves. Um, this was really fun, and I had a really great time talking about this today, Kayla. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get started with more episodes. I can't either. I think it's going to be a really great season and semester for us here at Tommy Media. Um, if you guys ever want to listen to any more podcasts, please check out TommyMedia.com for all updates on sports, news, all things St. Thomas, and of course, cold facts, hot takes. I'm Amy McFarlane with Kayla Mayer. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.